This episode of the Disney Film Project is sponsored by touringplans.com. Head over to touringplans.com and use their tools to save yourself time and money when you are at Walt Disney World or Disneyland. You can use the Lines application on your mobile phone, use the crowd calendar to figure out which parks to hit which days, or use the touring plans to save time and money waiting in line. Touringplans.com is the sponsor of this episode of the Disney Film Project. All right, welcome again, everybody, to the Disney Film Project podcast. It's the program where we discuss Disney movies. And if you listen to our Avengers program, where we discussed Marvel's The Avengers for, I believe, six and a half straight hours, uh, you will know that we all needed a vacation. So all four of us have shown up here at Walt Disney World for Star Wars Weekends, and today's show is going to be a different kind of experience. We are going to be talking about the movies and fun and exciting attraction experiences here at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I'm Ryan Kilpatrick, owner, proprietor, blogger over at DisneyFilmProject.com. With me, of course, are the fine and fabulous film buffs that you all know and love. We have Mr. Todd Perlmutter, who's blogger over at TouringPlans.com and chief technical officer at DisneyDrivenLife.com. How are you, sir? I'm good. We're at Pizza Planet. We are at Pizza Planet. I'm getting sort of hungry. Not me. I don't really like the food here. I don't either, but I'm hungry. <laughs> we also have, all the way from upstate New York, the one, the only, the fabulous Brianna Alessio over at Adventures of Bree, adventuresofbree.blogspot.com. Welcome to Florida, Bree. Thank you. I'm having a fantastic time, and I'm so glad to get to hang out with y'all. Well, who wouldn't be, really? Who wouldn't be excited to hang out with us, right? We're kind of awesome. We love hanging out with us. We do. We do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Absolutely do. We have our lovely and talented producer, Ms. Cheryl Perlmutter, who is sitting here um, wondering how she's going to make some heads or tails of this recording. Uh, you can see what she decides to do on Twitter, at CherylP3, or over at about.me slash CherylP3. Cheryl, do you think you're going to salvage this? Yes, at least it won't be two hours and a half mile long, and then, and then they insist it wants to be the Princess Diaries episode two. That would be unfortunate, yes. All right, so as said, we are riding attractions that have to do with Disney movies and Disney-related films because we are at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Todd mentioned we are at Pizza Planet, famous for its role in the Toy Story films as well as the truck that appears in all the Pixar films. Yep. But our first thing we're going to discuss is the all-new Star Tours The Adventure Continues, which we just rode twice because we're that awesome. Yay! Yeah, we are. Yes. All right, so true story. Last year, when Star Tours opened, Todd and Cheryl and my wife Sally and I were having a lovely, relaxing lunch over at the Rose and Crown in, in the UK, and we started getting direct messages on Twitter, texts, uh, I believe there was a carrier pigeon that yes. told us that the new Star Tours was open. So in the rain, we ran out of World Showcase, into the boardwalk, into Todd and Cheryl's car, drove over here, ran in the rain to Star Tours, and rode it 672 times straight. Yes. You, you neglected to mention the first thing we did upon getting texts was stand up and go, check please! Yes, we did. <laughs> so this was, so our, our ride a few moments ago is probably, what, 1,052 that we've been on it? Uh, something, something akin to that. Something in that range. But we have a, a, a Star Tours newbie with us. Bree, this was the first time on Star Tours. What'd oh. you think? 
My gosh, that was the best. That is officially my favorite ride in all of Hollywood Studios. That was fantastic, and I'm so glad that we went on it twice. Yay! I just didn't like Jar Jar Binks. No one does. No one does. No. 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 no that's that's I think why we almost hit him. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I did first time I went boo, and the second time I went hit him! Exactly. Alright, so the Star Tours, in case you're not familiar with it, it's completely randomized. There's all kinds of funky, fun planets that we can go to. So, first time through today, we started off with stormtroopers invading our ship. Uh, and then what, what we end up with, uh, second, we went to... Where'd we go, guys? I've forgotten already, because we just went on it again. Oh, so we went to uh, Tatooine right afterwards. That's right, yes. pod racing. I had pod not racing. gotten that one yet. You had the very exciting. Oh, oh, very cool. Yes, so we got to pod race. And then the next one that we got to do uh, after that was Naboo, after Yoda sent us to Naboo. Yoda sent us to Naboo. Yeah. Yes, he did. I like the pod race. You like the pod that race? That was a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. I didn't like the pod racing in the movie, but I like it in Star Tours. Does that make sense? No, it, I agree. Uh, I didn't like it too much in the movie because it was drawn out, but um, the um, both the video game that where you could pod race that was on the Nintendo 64. Yes, I remember right? this. That was an awesome video game. And that's what this reminds me of. This is like that video game, but on a 3D screen, so... Fabulous. Yes. Yeah. You know what I like too? To the different experiences, but the first time riding in the front and the second time riding in the back, and because I'm only five one, my legs were all over the place. <laughs> that was that was interesting. Yeah, well, because we both times we got Naboo, right? Yeah. So, yes. so spoiler alert if you haven't ridden the ride. In in the Naboo sequence you go underwater into the Gungan City and yes. then this giant dragon tries to eat you. Yes. So the first time we're sitting in the front seat and it's like the dragon's throwing us around. A little. A little bit. Yeah. When we get in the back seat, it was like high. Yeah, I, I, I felt like I was going to like be thrown into the ceiling like that guy on Tower of Terror last week. Yeah, well, it's because the um, the back seats are like four or five inches higher than all the other seats. So if you're short, like everybody at this table except for Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> um, you you end up with your feet dangling. And I kind of sort of said to Brianna, what you have to do back here is just like not even hold on to the handrails. I like that though. <laughs> well, I had to hold on, but I mean having your legs dangling. Right. Was, yeah, that was fun. So we had both intro scenes. Um, we had um, the first intro scene with the corn troopers and the second intro scene with um, Darth Vader. Yeah. Which of the dark? Which of the two intro scenes did you like better? Oh, Darth Vader. Oh yeah, Darth Vader. Come Gotta on. love the dark side. Yeah, there's only one thing missing in that that, that I prefer though, which is the Millennium, Millennium Falcon, Falcon with Han Solo running into it. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Did yeah. you see that? Yes. If you watch the Millennium Falcon in the stormtrooper yeah. intro, you'll see. Han Solo get mad with a stormtrooper and run into the Millennium Falcon Aww. and lead us out. So we have to go again. So we will yes. have to go again. But you can, uh, for po folks who don't know, you can actually, before they even raise the screen to let you see the actual C-3PO, which, and spoiler, there's like a full-size C-3PO driving your, your, your ship there. Um, if you listen to who he's talking to, you can tell which intro you're going to end up with. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. So if you if he's talking to R two D two, you end up with the stormtroopers. Okay. Okay. If he's talking to just flight control and not R two D two, you're gonna get Darth Vader. Oh wow. Good to know. Yeah. That is good to know. All right. So then we so we got the first time through, uh, and the second time the first time through we got the pod race. Second time through we got Hoth. Yep. Which was equally awesome. Yeah. Where we got oh, to yeah. fly through the walkers yeah. and all those sorts of things. Oh, that was great. The cool story. Have you guys heard the story about that when they were developing the ride? No. no. Okay, so they were de they're developing the ride, and the, and the Imagineers are like sticklers for detail because this Star Tours is set between Episode Three and Episode Four. Right. The first one was set between Episode Four and Episode or after Empire. Right. Is that right? Um, yes. yes. After Empire. 
so they're developing it and they say you know we can't um, we can't include Hoth because it doesn't fall on the timeline right because there was no rebel base on Hoth until Empire so they took it to uh, George Lucas and he, they said you know George will never approve it because if we put Hoth in there so they decided to put it they decided not to put it in there and the first question he asked after the presentation is well why didn't you put Hoth in and they explained why and he's like I don't care about that sort of thing and neither should you that's what people want to ride so they put it in no, it, it, it makes sense. There's, there's elements from uh, both series, both trilogies right. in the movie, and it's kind of cool when they mix and match. I mean, I like to get traditional things. I almost thought that's what we were going to have, right? Because the very first one, because we went from the from the troopers to ta- to Tatooine, pop, but old Tatooine, not new ta- not right. more recent Tatooine. Then we got Yoda. Then we went to Naboo, right? I thought that was like the the, the second trilogy, but the prequels. Yeah. And then the third one, I was hoping we were going to get the other ending, which which would be the Death Star, because that would have made it like oh, so we would have gotten the, the it would have been old school, Star old school, Wars. right? Old school and new school. It would have been a lot of fun, but maybe we'll get that. So what are the so Bree hasn't been on it, but what are the places that we've missed that we had that we didn't um, get this well, morning? Let's see. One second, please. All right. So we got we did Tatooine. We did Hot. We, we missed the Wookiee planet. I'm not even going to try and pronounce the name. Kashyyyk. That. We did not do that. Um, I'm not going to spoil that one for free, but that's a fun one. Uh, we, we did... We, you know what I haven't got since the first time we went on it 672 times last May? <laughs> is, is Coruscant. Ending at Coruscant. Where you found the hidden Mickey. Yes, that, where there was a hidden Mickey. Mickey. There's multiple hidden Mickeys, actually. Is there? I saw yes. one the first time through. Yes, I have to go on this about a thousand there, more times. There, yes. Yeah. Yes. There's, there's about... Um, I, I think they're all in the very, very, in the very, in the middle of that last scene. There's one big one, and then there's a few more at the end that are all over the place in the landing bay. Ah, interesting. Okay. Yes. And then, as you mentioned, we did not do the Death Star. We did not do the Death Star, which is fun because you get um, you get Boba Fett and the Death Star in the same. I'd like to see thing. that one. Yes, Boba Fett much. is very cool. We did not get a transmission from Admiral Akbar, which would be great because, yeah. except, does he say it's a trap? He doesn't, does he? No, he just kind of talks like this, you know, yeah. how he always talks. Yeah. Blah, blah. But he should, he should say it's a trap. That's his thing. That's his catchphrase. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know. And uh, we didn't get. To, and nobody was picked as the rebel spy. That's because um, the rebel spy are actually in like one of the two middle rows, and there's like eight seats that they pick from. So right. in the in the center, so they don't pick from the edge seats or the front row or back seats. Which is where we were. Front row first time, back seat, back row second. Time. All right. So. Do we, do we want to rank Star Tours? Yes. We're going to rank Star Tours. I, well, think, we I, I think it's going to be an easy ranking. Yes, I think, I, I think. Yeah, go ahead. Let's right. rank it by how long we would wait for it. I like it. I like this plan. Okay, so how long we would wait to ride Star Tours. All right, so I'll let everybody form their thought process. I'll go first. All right, so considering that for the new one, I think I, I, think I did wait half an hour. That's a long time for me. I'll go with, I'll go with 30 minutes for, for Star Tours. I, I think if you're going to do standby, I think 30 minutes is a good time because there's actually a lot to see in the queue. Yes, there is. Okay, not as much as the old ride had, okay, in, in my opinion, but there's there's enough that you're going to want to have some time in there. There's, they have a screen that's like a flight board and it's advertising all the destinations. And if you actually, for those of you that know the, um, the handwriting language of the uh, Star Wars universe, you might want to bring your translation cards with you or your secret decoder rings because... <laughs> Um, you can actually you get translate. Those with the oval team? Yeah, you do. Because yes. you can actually translate all those uh, signs into what they actually say. Although they'll do it on the flight board, they'll flip through the two, through English and I forget what the language is. 
Um, but if you're like the signs on the side of the uh, the speeder, the star speeders, you might want to actually take a picture of those and take them home and translate them. They're kind of fun to oh, read. Yeah. Very cool. How about you, Brie? How long? Um, I mean, I've only been on it twice, so I can't really say. But yeah, I would say worth 30 minutes for standby, for sure. Yeah. I'll say 45. Wow. Wow. I, I mean, if I, if I were, if, I mean, but... Obviously, there are better. There are better ways to spend. There are better ways to spend your like, wait time. I've waited. I've waited more for Muppets during the December. <laughs> yes, sometimes sometimes waiting with Muppets can actually be waiting longer than Star Tours. So yeah. that's kind of scary. Yes. That Speaking of Muppets, that's where we're headed next, right? That is where we're Let's headed. Go, next. Yo. So we're gonna we're gonna close this up and we're gonna move on to Muppets. We'll and we'll see you, see you all real soon. All right, folks, we've moved on from where we started at Star Tours. We are now. Um, grabbing a, a bite to eat after we did Muppet Vision 3D! 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 <laughs> so, is it safe to say... So, Star Tours is Bree's favorite attraction now at, at Hollywood Studios. Is it safe to say that, that Muppet Vision is, like, number two? Sadly, no. No? It, it's actually nowhere close. I enjoy Muppets, but it's not one of my favorites, I have to say. All right, so Bree's off the show. Um, I love the Muppet. I love Muppet Vision 3D. I think it's. I think it's the best thing since since um, Star Wars. That's what I'm saying. Really? I, I I like the pre-show better than the actual show. I, all right, I won't lie. They need to update it. No doubt. Yeah. It's using what 27-year-old technology. Yes. Yeah. So um, I actually have a problem with this, with that version of 3D a lot. Um, there are a lot of points that even after the update to it that they just did last year, right? What um, I still have problems where the 3D completely shows its two separate screens in front of me. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. And, but what and I noticed that the problem is is you can't sit too close or too far back in that theater because you get you'll get no 3D at all if you're in either of those places. It's, it's only like right in the middle of the theater where it seems to work perfectly. Gotcha. My, yeah. my problem was the bubble scene is that apparently we were in the not bubbling area. Yes, we, were, <laughs> we were in the no bubble zone. It was yeah. not cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's a um, that's a fundamental problem with this um, particular ride is it breaks a lot. The pieces of it don't work. Yeah. Like, like Charles said, half the room was not bubbling today. Uh, the fireworks thingies, only one of them was working and it was like the rightmost one. Right. So we and the Swedish chef was not there. Yes, Swedish yeah. chef. Swedish no, chef was broken. Yeah, no cannon. And I told you, the last few times I've been in there, the penguins have been stuck in the up position. They don't, like, rise up to be the orchestra. This is the first time I've seen them working in almost a year. Yep. And I taught Bree my little secret today, which is that if you pay attention closely, you can see Sweetums twice at the end. Right. It's the Sweetums of Two Worlds theory. Yes. He might be a time-traveling Sweetums. Quantum Sweetums. Yes, go. exactly. It's going to have to be hashtagged at some point. People get Quantum Sweetums. Get on it. Yeah, so, okay, so Muppet Vision, we, we like the pre-show. We got, we got to see the entire pre-show, which is fabulous. Yes. I agree with Todd. I think it was better than the actual show. I liked it better. You like it better than the actual show? I, I quote the actual show more than I quote the pre-show, but I do I do enjoy the, the, the pre-show a good bit. I do like the line with... um. Debbie, Ma Debbie, and yes. Charlene and Max. <laughs> the three Ds. Yes. The Debbie. They sent Max. The union sent Max because Debbie was sick. Yes. 
So if, if you could pick one favorite thing from the pre-show, what is it? Anything in the pre-show. Oh, pictures. Definitely, definitely the... Sam Eagle. His whole spiel. Yes. With the distinctly un-American. I mean, that's one of my favorites. Stopping in the middle is distinctly un-American. Unpatriotic. Uh, you're right. Unpatriotic. Yeah. I prefer... Uh, so, I, I, I mean, outside the movie, uh, my favorite prop is that there's... They do all throughout, even the original queue, because when you walk in now, you're almost never going through the original queue for that ride. It's actually right. on the side of the building. Okay. We'll actually do it tomorrow. We'll actually be in it tomorrow when we're doing the shows for Star Tours. They actually use that for Star, for oh. Star Wars Weekends. They actually use that as the queue line now. Awesome. So we'll see all those posters tomorrow, but that's, that's it. They do all these posters for um, like TV shows and movies, but they do them with the Muppets. And one of my favorites is that in the main queue, there's actually a um, one that's Flash Gordon. And Ming the Mer and Ming the Merciless and Rizzo is Ming the Merciless and actually, uh, what's what's her name? Princess? Not um, Dale Arden, right? That's that's Flash Gordon's girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not with you there. Right. So Miss Piggy is Dale, is Dale's girlfriend. Kermit is is Flash Gordon. He's got the sword out, and it's Ming the Merciless is Rizzo the rat. And I just really think that anytime you put a mustache on a rat, it's it's comedy gold. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. You know, you know, my favorite thing in that outside queue. Is if you go over to the right-hand side, where um, they have they have these giant like not flower pots but like plant pots that are up on the, the brick right behind the where where the streets of America are. There's the, okay. the sets, so they have these giant pots, and there's flowers and things coming out of most of them. But in the middle, there's one that's an ice cream sundae. Oh, nice. Never noticed that. Have to go go check. You'll have to go check it out. Yes, I like I like in the in, in the in the video in the pre-show the very first thing, and I don't think we saw did we see I don't think we saw it where they're actually using the the guys are, are trying to hoist up the logo. <laughs> the and Kodak they, sign. Yes, and they fall all fall over. Yes. And of course Rizzo dressed like Mickey Mouse. And, and Rizzo dressed, dressed like, like Mickey Mouse. Mouse. Yes. You know and that they're testing our underarm deodorant strength. You know what really creeps me out is the little uh, 3D guy that comes to life because he reminds me of a clown, and I hate clowns. He is a little clownish. And all those noises. That freaks me out. Don't do that so, again, ever. So that that's the worst part of, of Muppet Vision 3D is is Waldo, yeah. followed closely by Bean Bunny. Bean Bunny is not well-liked, no. No. But they, he's not supposed to be. Have you ever heard the story how they came up with Bean Bunny? No. 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 So they, they came up with him in between, um, what was it, the Great Muppet Caper? or uh, No, Muppets Take Manhattan. No, Great Muppet Caper. Uh, they came up with the idea, and the whole idea was he was supposed to be everything that was sickeningly cute in the world, right? He's the embodiment of all the sickeningly silly, cute things. Okay. And he's supposed to be hated. But in the years since then, he's kind of evolved. Thankfully, not really evolved, just kind of like, world has changed around him. Yes. But, they, like, they, they the, the Muppet folks created him specifically because... He was supposed to be this sickeningly cute character that everyone else would pick on. It was, it's, it was mean-spirited. See, I like him in a Muppet Christmas Carol, except for his voice. Like, I think they should change his voice. It's late in the game to say that now, but... <laughs> you like him because they kick him? That's what I like about it. I do like that. Yeah. All right, guys, let's do our rating. All right, um, Muppet Vision. How long would you wait? Um... Probably 15 minutes, to be honest. I real I do enjoy the show, but I wouldn't wait an extremely long time to see it. Sorry. 
I, I would I would also go about 15 minutes. I've never actually waited for the show, but I would wait about 15 minutes for it. I think we waited 60. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we had a long we had a long problem. That was a, that's holiday season, though. So that's, yeah. But um, I would re- only wait 10. Realistically, my thing is that I want to see the pre-show. So if the if I'm in the middle of the pre-show, I would actually prefer to wait and for the next pre-show to start and then go in and see that because I actually feel the whole thing actually starts with the pre-show not actually the I show agree. in the theater so that's how I feel so I would I and for for the whole thing I would only wait yeah like you know 15 minutes sounds tops I get antsy after that yeah I agree alright so next we're, we're continuing our tour of the Disney Hollywood Studios we're moving on to the Backlot Tour which is also Disney related, so we will we will talk to you after we finish the backlot tour. If we survive. Alright, we finished the backlot tour and we threw in Toy Story Midway Mania for, for fun and frivolity. Uh, so we'll talk about both of those. Alright. So backlot tour. I haven't been on the backlot tour in about six years. Uh, it's gotten worse. It, they, they keep taking stuff out of it. It's kind of sort of sad. And then they kind of promote their current movies and it's not as much fun. Just to, yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a bad experience the last time, which was in October. Uh, me and Betsy Bates went on, and I cut my leg on a pin that was sticking out of my backpack, so that was kind of in my head while getting on oh, the ride. Yeah. But, um, no, but still, it, it, I like it. I just don't like that they demolished the Golden Girls' house, because that was kind of my thing. I understand. Yeah. And they built up Hannah Montana's house. Not yeah, they cool. Put, they put Hannah Montana's house in. I'm not okay with that. So I don't think any of us were that impressed with the Backlot Tour, at least based on what I'm hearing right now. Am I correct? It's just missing something. It needs an update, like Avengers or... That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. Actually, this Brian and I had this conversation with all the costumes that they have in the back area. We need, like, Loki's costume to become the central piece. Like, just kick kick the alien over on the floor. Goodbye, alien. Hello, reindeer games. There we there go. We go. Yes. Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. The, awesome. the coolest part for me now is is all the vehicles and stuff. Like the yeah. skiff from Return of the Jedi's there, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy one that we mentioned in the Hitchhiker's Herbie. Like eight versions of Herbie. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. That's the coolest stuff that's awesome. there on the back of that tour now. But like yeah. the other thing that I thought of, because like I said, I haven't ridden it in a long time, is while they're showing you Catastrophe Canyon and all these practical effects like they don't make movies that way anymore no it's all CGI yeah so it's really out of date honestly yeah I mean well I guess I was trying to think the um was it Michael Bay did a movie where he filled like a like a twenty three ton tank full of water and like filmed like real ships and it was that actually Pearl Harbor? I think it was Pearl Harbor. Yeah, and that's which Pearl was Harbor attack. So yeah, fifteen years ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> and Todd started and we'll mention Todd's blog post on Turning Plans where he actually started Harbor Attack. Once. I did start Tower of Attack once, and then we did there was some I did a studios thing blog post I guess about a year and a half ago. There you go. And I have uh, there's videos of me doing the various things like doing one of the um, Streetmosphere skits and another one where I was inside the thing for Harbor Attack. Also, when I was younger, though, I, I, Harbor Attack's okay, but I was saying to um, Bree and Dana what, that the um, when I was younger and I went to Universal, I had done the Keystone Cops pie fight thing that they used to do at yep. the Universal in California, and that 
was way more fun than Pearl Harbor Attacks ever was, and Disney should just think of something that's, rather than thinking it's cool looking, they should think for something that's going to be fun, really, truly fun for people to sit and do right. before that ride, and I think that would be, you know, just something. Yeah. And also we had the Condorian reference, because we, we actually had the Lights for us Action guys on, during the, doing the show. They were. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tour. Todd right. told me we were on the ride, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. That was uh, the the guys, and we got to see Lightning McQueen driving around too. Yes, so. that was pretty cool. Now that they have the cars to overlay over it, like yeah. I just saw the tail end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the back uh, tour is like cars tail, tail end. end. <laughs> but the the back lot tour is kind of a shadow of its former self, right? Because I mean, when it first opened, it was what about thirty minutes long or so. Oh well, no, it was. You would go in and you'd see the show like where Pearl Harbor Tax right. is now. Then you'd actually walk through. The areas where you walk through the areas where the seamstress thing is and something. You right. walk and through buildings. They had the green screen. They had the green screen with the giant bug, and you'd sit in that room for like 20 minutes alone. Just yeah. well, some they picked some kid out of the audience, and they would green screen them flying around, and then you'd watch them on the video flying around. Right. Uh, you used to watch a thing about the making of the lottery movie. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then you watch. The props are still there. The, the props are all still there. there. And for the longest time, they used to show the lottery movie on all those screens in the prop room, but now, now they're, they're just advertisements. The, yeah, yeah. Up, upcoming movies. Yep. Right. Not, not even Avengers, which yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. I, I Frankenweenie. Do, I know, right? I do love seeing the props, though. The prop room is fine. That's really fine. cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is the thing. The, all the props is the best part of the tour. I, I like the villains exhibit, but I think that they need to find something else to put in there. I like yes. the AFI exhibit. I really, I really like that they did. They are doing something that they have to update every year. They need, they do need to update it though, because I mean the last thing, the last, the most current thing in there is what 2007, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a, well they they've added some things that weren't in there before, but they were still from old older movies. Right, right. So it's kind of sort of uh, like they are so they are cycling things in, but I don't know why they're cycled in three or four years after those things were actually popular. Yeah. And I do want to make mention that I could plainly hear Ryan behind me cheer for Pirates Three and Boo for Prince of Persia. And prom. And, and prom. prom. I booed yeah. prom. Oh, I missed prom. Yeah. Okay. About that. See, I would have cheered. So. Yeah. All right, guys. I mean, so it's rain time. How long would you wait? I'm not waiting for backlight tour. Whoa. Um, I actually would probably wait 15 minutes. I want to be walking on and into Pearl Harbor Attack and possibly even yes. through Pearl Harbor so Attack. So like we did today. Yes. Exactly. No waiting. <laughs> like we, we did today. We did, we did yes. no waiting. We, yeah. we, we scuffled our way on and we weren't waiting. So yeah, I agree. Five minutes, ten minutes max. Cool. I think ten minutes is too long. All right, one more ride from uh, from Disney's Hollywood Studios, Toy Story Mania. It counts as a movie ride because it's projected screens, right? That's that's a film, so we have to review it, right? That counts. Yes, that does count. It's also yeah. from a movie. It's from a movie. Well, aren't they all? Yeah. Really? Technically, yes. I proclaim that it has a G rating. Or so. television. Yes. Or television. Something. It's it's related, so we're going to talk about it. Yep. All right. So, Toy Story Mania. We have four games. Uh, who got the best score? Um, I got 123,500. That's my leg. That doesn't count. I won. <laughs> See, he, cuts, he cuts right to the chase. You notice he doesn't that? even bother. Like, he's not like, here's what my score was. I just beat all of you, which he, he is correct. He had the high score for the day. Yes, he did. So, you know. What was your high score, Mr. Todd? Uh, it was it was actually low for me, but uh, 232,000. All right. We're not talking to Todd. We're not talking to Todd anymore. He's done. All right. He's done. So what do we think of Toy Story? I mean, I like... What's what's our favorite game? Let's go with that. Our favorite game in Toy Story Mania. I like the dinosaur. I I like to make the side stuff. Okay, there's two secret side areas to to the dinosaur section. One is the little lava bubbles. If you shoot up on the right, you make it the lava bubbles. And you actually said, ooh, lava bubbles. And the other side is an egg. 
and, and and that also floats. And then Todd has um, Todd found the comets the last time we wrote the last time oh, we wrote. Yeah. So what Cheryl's talking about, she starts talking about the dinosaur, uh, the the balloon popping game with the dinosaurs. And what you do is it's um, you, there's um, a volcano in the background. There's three long balloons, and you shoot the first one, then you shoot two of them, then you shoot three yes. of them, and then the volcano explodes. And then when the volcano explodes, then the comets appear on the left and right-hand side, and then you shoot them each three times, and then meteor showers start to happen. Nice. And so there's just, like, endless bonuses on that screen, because you could you score, like, 100,000 yeah, points on that screen Yeah, there are tons of bonus, bonus balloons and areas on that. I like the uh, the room with the dishes. Yes. That's my favorite, okay, too. Cool. Breaking plates. Yes. The, the noises are cool. But yes, that you in. need to have coordination with, because you you, you, your partner has to get their plate. To get the the, the, the multitude plates. Unless you're that guy. I don't know if anybody else has ever seen that guy, but he is amazing if you ever can catch see him going through and watch him. He actually can shoot both plates by himself and open up the thick unlock the mountain on all by himself on that screen. I have no idea how anybody That's does that. That's very impressive. Wow, that is impressive. Yeah. It's scary impressive. Alright, so on how long we would wait for Toy Story Mania, um, I have waited an hour. So I, I'm going to have to say 60 minutes at least. I Yeah, I would wait probably 20 minutes. 20 minutes? Yeah. I know it is one of my favorites, but I'm not a waiting person. <laughs> she's so, impatient is what she's right. saying. I'm, I'm very impatient. Yes. In fact, that's her favorite flower. Yeah. There you go. Um, I, would go I would go 60 to 90 minutes somewhere in there. I'd be okay with it. I'd go 30. I'm I'm like I'm with those California people. Oh, Ryan and I are going to wait in line. <laughs> right, and you, you guys can find we'll us later. later. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Alrighty. So until next week, you can keep in touch with us. You can let us know what you think of this show. Go over to DisneyFilmProject.com and you can leave a comment on the show notes there. You can tweet us at DisFilmProject, or you can go over to Facebook and search for Disney Film Project and let us know what you think of the show there. You can keep in touch with all of us on our various and sundry blogging platforms. You can check out Todd and myself over at touringplans.com. Check out Bree's attractions blogs, my film blogs, and Todd's chief technical wizardry over at disneydrivenlife.com. And you can keep up with Cheryl's travails trying to keep this podcast together at about.me slash Cheryl P3. 